5 o'clock in Pirate Country, and 94.3 The Game is going to get you home with the P-Man. In 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Lock it in. Turn it up. It's time for the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. This is the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. Good uh, start to the show, right? I think so. And then Chad Kroger starts singing. Well, that's a good, you're all right. That's a good instrumental beginning. Yeah, man. See, sometimes that that's a good nice. instrumental beginning. But then he starts singing, and that kind of he starts nickel backing it up. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I know what you mean. But hey, you know, it's all about the music beat. With the with the intro song, it's all about the beat. <laughs> oh. We give Pilkey to the heart. A very difficult time. He is the ref, Philip Pilkey, that he's producing today. P-Man with you here. It is a uh, thrilling edition of the Patrick Johnson Show. An hour and 15 minutes. We can't be contained by 60 today. We're leading you into Pirate Baseball. Uh, ECU opens up an eight-game homestand tonight as they will uh, play the Duke Blue Devils and the final eight games to uh, finish out the regular season. Pirates have cracked uh, one of the many polls out there in the top 25 and uh, looking more and more like a team that will probably be in the postseason. Still think that they have uh, their own fate in their hands and that it would probably behoove them to have a deep run, if not win the conference tournament. But uh, they're piling up some victories and their RPI is uh, showing up pretty well right now. Uh, we welcome you in. We'll be yielding it to uh, Coach. Dr. Gary Overton and uh, the one and only Scott Scooter Rouse coming up uh, in uh, Rogers, not Rouse, Scotty Rouse, uh, Rogers in a little bit. There's a guy I know named Scotty Rouse that I grew up going to school with. Is that a sign of I'm 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 losing it early, Philip? There, I don't know. Is that what I was a little worried during that uh, that little exchange there, <laughs> trying to. <laughs> That was trying to. You're kind of like I am in the morning with Henry. You're kind of figuring out where the host is going, right? Yeah, I'm trying I think to figure so. out exactly where the host is going. You know, what, here I'm going to give you the benefit <laughs> of the doubt, Patrick. For those of you who don't know, yeah. Patrick is not a night owl. He is a morning guy. So I just oh. think he's tired. It's post five o'clock. I don't think you're getting old. It's post five <laughs> right. o'clock. Yeah. If you'd have done this I at think... eleven thirty this morning, I'd be a little worried. Right. You'd think so. you'd think I was losing it or something, but no. It... Oh no, this is late in the day. This is uh, this is the wrap up before bedtime, boys. Uh, we say hello to uh, intern Chris. He's back in the hizzle today. Chris, you well? Everything good with you? Anything? All good? <laughs> hey, how's it going? Good all good? All good? Okay. Everything good? Yeah, everything's good. How are you doing? I'm well. All right. And then we've got a new intern, intern Garrett, who's hey. uh, in the hizzle today. Hey, Garrett, how are you doing you're good. Welcome aboard. Hey, I appreciate that. Good to be here. All right. Garrett uh, and Chris stars at WZMB. So there you go. All right, there they've got us on on that there. Thank you, Pilk, for making sure they could uh, hear what was going on there. Uh, we've got, uh, you know, I would say we we would talk a little hockey, but as you know, Pilkington, I'm firmly off the bandwagon. 
Yeah, we're aware. I, As you, hey, you know what? You are a man of your word. You said when the Canes oh, lose, no, you're off, and you're a man of your word. So I think the people have to respect it. When it comes to your Carolina Hurricanes, I am I am not going to tell you I follow this thing. When they're winning, I'm on board. When they're losing, I yeah. So does that and, mean and, if they win tonight, will you watch Game Six Thursday? Yeah, if they win tonight, I'm back on the bandwagon. That's part of being on the bandwagon. Or off the bandwagon like I am right now. I'm double off the bandwagon because they got beat twice. The hell with that. I'm not going to waste my time. They win tonight. I'm back on the bandwagon and I'm watching game six. I might peek over tonight. But I, I'm not, I'm not invested. But we're still going to bring you coverage unlike any other because Adam Gold of the Adam Gold Show is going to be on with us. Adam was not on his show today. My guy Hayes Permar was. And uh, I, I reached out to Adam. I said, are you, still, are you okay? Everything's all right? He said, he's fine. He's going to hop on with us. So we'll talk to Adam Gold coming up a little bit later in the show. Uh, you can hear the Adam Gold show noon to three here uh, every uh, weekday. Except this week, apparently Hayes Permar is hosting the rest of the week. So I, uh, Adam seems all right, though. So we'll talk to Adam Gold coming up. And we'll talk some more stuff other than Canes uh, with him. Uh, there's a little bit of stuff with the NIL to jump into. That was breaking news late yesterday. NCAA trying to regulate that and eliminate what has essentially become kind of free agency in college sports. We'll get Gold's take on that. We'll also uh, give you some thoughts on that as well. The big uh, story from where I sit today, though, uh, seems to be the news that broke earlier today that Tom Brady is uh, now Fox's leading analyst and is sort of has the job, and whenever he retires, he will become the main guy in the booth. Uh, Pilk, does that surprise you? It, it, it does surprise me a little bit, but, of course, I, I understand why he's doing it, and I'll tell you why in a minute I think he's doing it, but is that surprising to you? It's a little surprising to me just because of the fact that now you're going to have to go and make a guy, a new, your new lead analyst with Aikman leaving for a year or two years or ten years with Tom Brady and then tell him, by the way, <laughs> you're done the minute Brady shows up. You know, the good Lord only knows when that will be. But, um, right. you know, cause since he is, uh, you know, against father time has no effect on Tom Brady. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a little surprised. Uh- <laughs> Always anonymous text line, buy in. RBA is uh, ticked, let's just say. And it's Rod Brindamore. That's why, because I, I said, who's RBA? You know, I, I look, I'm. it's hockey. Exactly. It's, they were the play- most, it's the most fast-paced sport. It's the only sport you can fight and not be suspended for, like, two months. There are things I like about it. And if I could go to the games on the reg in person, I'd probably like it. But one, I can't afford to go to those games. Do you know how much it is to go to these things now? It's unreal. Yeah, well, so hey, I, man, they're getting good, you know. I would – so I don't mind go. I've been to playoff games in person. I, if somebody offered me up a pair of ducats, you got to meet my three criteria, Pilk, if I'm going to go somewhere. You know what my three criteria are? Because you know, Pilk, I don't like going anywhere. My three criteria are uh, tickets off the shoulder, close-by parking, and a catered meal. If you can hit two of those three, I'll, I'll show up maybe. More and more, the parking close by is a big thing for me. Well, the Canes, but that I'll, is the one thing, is that those parking lots are right next to the arena, so you're, you're good there. Okay. So if somebody can get me, you know, the parking situation, the free tickets and the catered meal, I'll be there. I'll go. I'll I wait. may know somebody a guy knows. that can get the, get you the uh, the meal side. 
and it's all you can eat okay. buffet. So maybe I can uh, maybe hit you up next year. Because I, I, okay. I got to sit in some good seats one time in a game. Not because I'm a big shot, because I know the right people. Well, that's all it's about is knowing the right people. It's not about what you know. It's about who you know, right? Exactly. So that is why I'm uh... – <laughs> the Always Anonymous text line guy is very funny in the Always Anonymous text line today. Um, so we'll talk to Adam Gold about the Kings. Uh, Tom Brady – going to go to Fox as we were talking about after he retires. Who knows when that'll be? That is shocking to me. That is shocking to me because it seems like the guy who would be, and in a sense, he's doing it with the Manning cast. I just thought, I never thought Brady was that interested in media, but now we're seeing kind of a different side to Brady. Now that he's out of New England, he's witty. I don't know how well all that will come across on, on a game broadcast. I think Romo's the best one that does it. I don't think Aikman's particularly great. I mean, he has his moments, but I, uh, to me, Romo's the guy. Collinsworth, you know, I, I know that's a, a, a divisive pick. I think a lot of what people don't like about Collinsworth, it's his voice. Because really, mm. he's actually very, very educated. He knows how oh, no, to he's, dumb he's, it down. Yeah, he's I mean, smart. Yeah, some yeah. guys don't know how to communicate it well, though. He knows how to dumb it down but still give you very in-depth analysis, same as Tony Romo. And when I say dumb it down, it's because none of the people watching play in the NFL. We do not understand what they understand, and we're lying to ourselves right. if we say that we do. But some of the guys just either don't dumb it down enough or do the most like basic color commentary that you know me who played in high school could go out there and do. And I think both Collinsworth and, and Romo do a great job of in the middle. So apparently Fox has been interested in Brady for months. And uh, CBS, is, CBS Sports Network, their morning guy, Damian Amendolara, DA as he's known on the air. Oh, is it Amendola? No, it's Amendola. Oh, is it not the same guy that played receiver for the Patriots? No, 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 oh, okay. no, no. Far from it. No, no, no. This is a media dork. This is a. This is one of the guys that graduated from Syracuse to get to all the broadcast jobs. Oh, that makes. I'm sense. guessing. Yeah, DA though, but he's actually pretty good. He was on like at night before. He's he's actually a pretty good uh, radio host. Does a really nice job. Uh, but this is kind of what he had to say about it. I think he sums up kind of what I think on this, and that is why would Tom Brady want to call games? I just always was convinced that Tom Brady had bigger fish to fry than, you know, calling Cowboys commanders on Thanksgiving. I just always felt like Brady's post-playing career is going to be pushing nutrition, pushing TB12 method, pushing his apparel brand, and doing kind of elite media work. So he has his production house now, production company. He can kind of pick and choose. Instead, he honestly, he's going to call Vikings Giants. That's what Tom Brady's going to do now. Now, they'll get the number one games, but you still got to do 17 or 18 of them before you get to the playoffs. And not everyone is a sizzler. Uh, DA pointing there to the company, the production studio that Brady co-owns, Religion of Sport. Uh, and I didn't think, I thought Brady would be more of kind of a, you know, a producer guy as far as that goes. But I, I thought he'd sit back and maybe enjoy life a little bit. I, I kind of thought ownership might be the way Brady would go. 
or something in a front office type of thing. I mean, that's a lot of work and probably not as mu- clearly not as much money. I'll, I'll give you the reason why he's doing it. There's 375 million reasons why over the next decade, whenever he retires. Always anonymous text line says Brady hates his family. Well, yeah, there's probably some of that. There's probably some of that. How could you, you got to find your wife? Well, we don't know. She could be hard to deal with. Maybe she's a bad, you know, maybe she's got nagging habits. I mean, this is sexist, but maybe she's not a great cook. Oh, that okay. Might be why, he, you know. You sound I, like Cam I, Newton I don't know. now, Patrick. <laughs> I know. I sound like Cam Newton. I'm making a joke, but I mean, he, you know, he just doesn't like hanging around her too much. And I get that. I mean, everybody needs their their hobbies or something they need to do. You can't spend 24-7 with your spouse. Uh, that's just not healthy. Well, that's why Brady plays golf. I mean, he's a solid golfer. He's like a 10 oh, he's 12 great. handicap. I mean, that's not yeah. bad. I'm just surprised because it is a little bit of a – I mean, it's one thing to show up and do the Super Bowl. It's another thing to to maybe show up and be part of the, the studio crew and yuck it up with those, you know, chowder heads. I, that's all one thing. Maybe maybe the Brady cast is is something to look at. But I I don't know. That's just you got that, that NFL season is a little bit of a grind. But I think this. I think he apparently he likes the preparation. That's the thing that Brady seems to be, to like the most. But if you're going to retire and then unretire, why not just retire and go do this? Because they're paying him a ton of money. I mean, that's a lot of money. And you don't have to get hit and beat up. I don't know. It's it's quite interesting. So that'll be that's the big that's the big media story today. I'm I'm kind of, the, the the amount they're paying him is just astonishing. It truly is just astonishing. So we'll see how he does. I, do you think he'll be any good at this Pilkington? That's what, what I think, was thinking Ralph? about. I, I don't know. I I really don't know. He's I, charming now, right? I mean, he, he we is. we find him charming. I almost wonder though, could he still just be a little too dry? I mean, could he almost sit there and talk about it like he's a coach talking in the film room? Which yeah. anybody who's ever sat in a film room, it's important to be there, but it's dry, it's boring, and I have a so bad I, feeling it could be that way. So how do you do what Romo has done and understand the concept of film as far as how to convey it? That's what that's the challenge. I that would, would be the say the best person for him to ask would be. Tony Roma. Tony Roma. Yeah. I mean, why not? And speaking of good golfers, they could go play around. Uh, something that's gotten a lot of uh, hits on our uh, social media, and it's been kind of the thing that's played up a lot of places everywhere uh, today. It broke late yesterday when we were on our um, final stages of the show on Monday. Uh, and that is... Ray Romano playing Jim Valvano in a Jimmy V biopic. I've got a question for Pilk. I've got a question for our interns. I just uh, we'll, we'll get to that a little later on as far as that goes. But I just I don't see the Ray Romano playing Jimmy V in the because he's about double the age when Jimmy V got hired. In fact, more than double the almost double the age when Jimmy V won the national title. Man, these makeup older. artists make a lot of money. Who? That's got to be a better, got to be a better actor. I mean, I, I see it, but I just it doesn't seem to make. And and God rest his soul, the great Jimmy V died at forty seven, and, and Romano's twenty years older than that right now. Boy, that's nuts. That is nuts. 
All right, uh, Adam Gold coming up in a little bit. When we come back, we'll get into some of the uh, NIL stuff from yesterday. Hilkington with an update on everything going on in the world. We're uh, on with you for more uh, time today. In fact, about an hour more from right now uh, as we lead you into ECU baseball coverage. We'll hear from Cliff Godwin in our Pirate Report. So we got lots to get to today. You're tuned to the Patrick Johnson Show on the flagship of the Pirates and ECU Baseball's Radio Home, 94.3 The Game. Dan Patrick mornings. Adam Gold middays. Patrick Johnson on the way home. The best sports talk lineup in the Pirate Nation is heard right here. All right, let's go. 94.3 The Game, the flagship station of the ECU Pirates and Eastern North Carolina's home for sports. Woo-hoo! More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up. Texas Roadhouse in Greenville is happy to support the community. At Texas Roadhouse, they not only want to be your favorite restaurant, they also want you to know they love this community and love supporting it. From providing food for charity golf tournaments to their school support programs, Texas Roadhouse is there when the Greenville community needs them. Also, it doesn't hurt that their food is awesome. Steaks, ribs, chicken, you name it, it's legendary. Texas Roadhouse, Southwest Greenville Boulevard, Greenville. I'm on site at the Gavigan Agency with commercial insurance specialist Nathan Brannon. Nathan, tell me a little bit about yourself and what you do at the Gavigan Agency. Great to talk with you, Hank. As you mentioned, I'm a commercial insurance agent for the Gavigan Agency and specialize in offering general liability, commercial property, business auto, and workers' compensation insurance to independent contractors, small business owners, and larger commercial customers throughout Eastern North Carolina. Nathan, it sounds like the Gavigan Agency can provide just about any coverage a business owner may need. That's right, Hank. The Gavigan Agency is a fully independent insurance agency with access to some of the top insurance carriers in the region, and we offer a full host of insurance products to help protect our customers' personal and business insurance needs. As a graduate of East Carolina University, I am passionate about taking care of my fellow pirates. So give the Gavigan Agency a call today at 252-756-1400 and let them show you the benefits of doing business with someone who cares. You heard the saying, there are two things every American does, die and pay taxes. Well, there's a third, watch television. Listen, we all watch TV, but it doesn't need to be cable. With a new dish about the size of a pizza dish installed on your home, you have TV of the future. Did you know with this new home service, you can watch TV at home on any computer or tablet that has the internet, even on your phone. Watch TV anywhere in the country, all with this new Dish TV service. You can go on vacation and take your TV service with you, even let your kids watch it at college. All for one low price, locked in for two years, and guaranteed to be cheaper than your cable bill. Call right now. 
wings of QB without barbecue. Eat the best, all from where barbecue lives. Downtown Aiden. Be there for the 2022 Kings of Q Cookoff and Festival, May 20th and 21st. Pirate football lives on game days right here. On the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. Psychic spies from China try to steal your mind's elation. And little girls from Sweden dream of silver screen quotation. And if you want these kind of dreams, it's Californication. Pirates at home tonight against Duke, Blue Devils come a-calling. Uh, ECU beat them in the season earlier, 12-2 over in Durham, much, much earlier in the season. Blue Devils have played better as of late. That's kind of what they do. They'll get off to a slow start, uh, but they always play better at the end of the year. Don't think they're going to make any kind of postseason unless they win the ACC, but uh, that is, uh, that's a long shot uh, at this point, but they are uh, playing a lot better than they did beginning of the uh, year, at least when the two teams met. Uh, both these teams were top 25 in the preseason. So Duke is grossly underachieved. Pirates got off to the uh, slow start, but here they are back and uh, soon to be uh, wrapping up the year and an opportunity to get into the postseason. You keep winning. You got to think that they uh, are probably, they were kind of on the border uh, and on the bubble for that whole uh, getting in at large as it was. Uh, that uh, You got to like their chances even if they don't win the tournament, but I think. Uh, may take winning the tournament to get in, although their RPI does continue uh, and their rankings do continue to, to go up uh, now that the Pirates have uh, gotten on a little bit of a sustained winning streak here. Hey, get long-lasting uh, joint pain relief, actually lasting joint pain relief, and you could do it without getting surgery. You could do it without drugs. You could do it without missing any time from work. Uh, treatments that are available now, regenerative treatments at QC Kinetics, Biological therapies is what we're talking here. It's an exciting medical development, one of the most exciting ones in years. These remarkable regenerative treatments can encourage your own body to heal the damaged tissue in your joints. Pro athletes have been doing it for years. It's now available to us weekend warriors or even lazy bums like Pilk. I'm kidding. Uh, restorative biological therapies available at QC Kinetics. They're here in Greenville now. Call them now. I mean, what do you got to lose? No drugs, no surgery. If you're looking for effective ways to treat your chronic joint pain, this could be it. So call for a consultation now. It's QC Kinetics, 756-7246. That's 252-765-PAIN. 252-765-7246. It's QC Kinetics. And you can learn about the regenerative options available to get you pain-free today. So the NCA says they're now going to enforce name, image, and likeness violations. The newly published guidelines out in an effort to clarify that boosters, including recently created companies designed to improve athletes or to provide athletes uh, at a particular school with endorsement deals, should not have any sort of contact with prospective athletes, with their family members, their representatives. In other words, the NCAA is trying to do what the NCAA always did, and that is punish people for, for getting paid. But now it's legal to get paid. And it's third parties that are doing the paying, not the schools. The D1 Board of Directors said that the NCAA could pursue sanctions against anyone who has egregiously 
violated these rules in the past 10 months since NIL rules were changed, but it's likely to focus more now on issues that come up in the future. So it's just, it's typical NCAA selective enforcement kind of stuff. And I, I think the genie is out of the lamp in this one. The toothpaste is out of the tube in, on this one. There's, there's no way to rein this in. Now, there, there are some I talk to, and this is not a – you're not going to get this from anybody in the sports media. We'll ask Gold about it. I, I have a pretty good idea where he stands on it. But, I mean, the idea of where all this money and how much is coming in and a lot of people in athletic departments, and I'm not necessarily talking ECU. I'm talking others that I've you know been to over the last several weeks or people I've talked to over different athletic departments from all over the country think it's kind of a uh, – you know, out of control situation. They think it is a situation, and not that they are not for the athletes getting paid. I think everybody's for the athletes getting fairly compensated for their for what the spirit of this is. So, but I mean, if you're talking guys getting millions upon millions of dollars and putting their name in the portal because another guy on the team got more money, I mean, that kind of was the Murmurs that was what was wrong with the Memphis basketball program last year. So there you go. I mean, the guy, guy, one guy was mad that another guy was making more money, or hey, these four guys are getting a million bucks, and my deal's only for seven hundred fifty. I mean, that's that's where I think this has kind of started. It, it's becoming a bit of free agency. But I mean, how do you police it when it's not the university's paying? It's a third party paying. I think this is a little deeper than just. The NCAA doesn't want kids to, to make any money. I think we're beyond that. I just think it can't become this crazy free-for-all that it has become. But, I mean, how do you police it? And then, again, I always look at this. I don't look at this from the so-called P5 level of things like a lot of people in the media do. I look at it as how does East Carolina compete in a league like this, in, in, a, in a structure like this? How do other teams in the American? How does East Carolina stack up against those other teams in the American? How does a place like UNCW compete in a situation like this? Or Elon? You know, places where I've gone and covered games and like the people there and have a soft spot in my heart for that level of, of basketball and other sports, football the whole nine. How do they compete with this? How, does, how do your Olympic sports your non-rev sports, if you want to call them that. How do they compete in it? How does Pirate Baseball stay relevant if SEC programs and ACC programs, Power 5 programs, if you will, start really paying guys to show up for baseball? Because, I mean, at some point, it's granted, there's plenty of money to be spent on football and to go to men's basketball. But how do you compensate those you know, if, if we're getting into the fairness thing again, is there going to be enough money to go around? I, I don't think there will be, but is, will there be enough money to go around for athletes and other sports? Because that's kind of what some were hoping that the NIL would do, would level the playing field and and give maybe some athletes and sports that usually don't get. I mean, that was always the example that was cited. Well, what if, what if you have this really good volleyball player and they could maybe, you know, appear in an ad for the local car dealership? Well, where the hell is that happening? Nowhere. 
I I have an argument with that. I was watching uh, the beach volleyball national tournament, the NCAA tournament this weekend. Uh, I think some of those girls might have modeling deals out there in L.A. Like USC and UCLA <laughs> were playing in it. Yeah. Well, look, if an athlete that is in a non-rev sport wants to have kind of a summer job or internship or, or could get that, I'm all for that. But they're not getting three or four million dollars to go there, are they? Probably not. That's what the NCAA is trying. I mean, that's what it is evolved to or devolved to, depending on your position on it. And now the NCAA is trying to ride in and lasso this, and it's several months short and behind, as it always seems to be. I, I, I the, it, it's tough for me to wrap my head around because. I'm all for athletes getting what athletes should get. I, I, I'm not as bad about the portal as a lot of people are. I think an athlete should be able to at least have the ability to transfer without penalty at least once because you don't know what kind of situation. You might end up in a situation that doesn't work for you. There could be a coaching change. You shouldn't penalize people for that. I mean, it's a lot to – I mean, how many dumb choices did you make, Pilkett? 17 or 18, which I realized was just a few short years ago. Yeah, I made plenty, plenty. of them. I made plenty. Yeah. And, I mean, we all like a little bit of a do-over. So the, the thing with the portal doesn't bother me as badly. Now, I think it's getting abused and could get abused. And I get it from the coach's perspective because a kid could just walk in, not even walk in. They could just put their name in the portal and they're gone. It's probably not the right way to handle business, but I think if you want to – better your situation or you could better your situation you should you should do that if a situation works better for you you should do that the tough thing is got is going to be and is how do you how do you police this athletes getting money thing cuz this is beyond again signing the deal with the, the local car dealership or the local insurance company i mean we're we're well beyond that in a lot of these cases uh we are the goes to the bottom of the hour and you're right. I mean, I, the, the beach volleyball thing, or the sand as they call it in the sport, you, you got a great point there. I just say this because I, I just was looking and saw a gorgeous woman. It reminded me of all of that. Pilk, so models, and as you say. All right, um, we'll, we'll go to Pilkington here. He's got an update for you. Lots going on. Uh, when we come back, we'll get a hold of Adam Gold. Gold was out today, but he's able to catch up with us. Going to talk a little bit about your Carolina Hurricanes trying to win this game tonight, game five of the series against the Bruins. We'll also bring some of this up with him as well, get his thoughts on the Tom Brady deal. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh, Adam Gold uh, from the Adam Gold Show coming up in just a matter of minutes. But right now, the ref, Philip Pilkington, has your 94.3 The Game Sports Flash update. Philip. Thanks, Patrick. Philip Pilkington here with your 94.3 The Game Sports Update. In the world of broadcasting, Tom Brady has agreed to a $375 million deal with Fox Sports, where he will be their main color commentary analyst after he retires, whenever that is. And Joe Buck will host his own version of the Manning cast for the PGA Championship next week. To the NHL, the Canes host the Bruins tonight in a crucial Game 5 as the series is tied at 2. The Bruins will be without two defensemen, Charlie McAvoy and Hampus Lindholm. The other games in the NHL are 2-2 as well. 
as Toronto hosts Tampa Bay, St. Louis goes to Minnesota, and L.A. goes to Edmonton. The Miami Heat are playing a huge Game 5 as well tonight against the Philadelphia 76ers. That game, or that series, I apologize, is 2-2, and the Heat will be without guard Kyle Lowry tonight. They are still favored by 2.5 at home in Miami. The other game in the NBA tonight is a Western Conference game between the Suns and the Mavericks. The Suns are favored by 6.5 in that one at home. That series is 2-2 as well. And there was a little day baseball today, a doubleheader going on between the Oakland Athletics and the Detroit Tigers. The Tigers won the first game of the doubleheader by a score of 6 to nothing, and they are currently playing their second game. It is scoreless in the bottom of the third. That'll do it for your 94-3 The Game Sports Update. Adam Gold joins the P-Man after this timeout. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up on your flagship home of the ECU Pirates, 94-3 The Game. This is Tim Sutton with Greenville Auto World. When it comes to vehicle maintenance, we know you have a lot of options. It's hard to find a reliable and honest auto repair shop. That's where we come in. Greenville Auto World with a commitment to providing our customers with honest, quality service at reasonable prices. Greenville Auto World has one of the most state-of-the-art repair facilities available in eastern North Carolina. Our technology, education, expertise provides you with the best care imaginable. For an appointment, call us at Greenville Auto World on Charles Boulevard at 364-8730. Time now for an update from Town Insurance. I've got my friend Jim Clement in the studio with me. Jim, great to see you. What's new at Town Insurance? What's new, Henry, is our growth in this state. We have now exceeded $60 million in revenue with 300 employees over both states, Virginia and North Carolina. But North Carolina, our footprint goes from Corolla down to Wilmington, to Kinston, Greenville, Raleigh, and our newest operation in Charlotte. So, Jim, what does that mean for all of your clients and uh, friends in eastern North Carolina? Because of town's massive resources, meaning access to more companies and markets, we are able to serve all of our clients right here in eastern North Carolina with their personal lines, their commercial lines, their life and health needs, or their small business needs. We continue to hear more and more about town insurance, and uh, it's great to have you in here giving us an update today. How about people who aren't doing business with you right now in eastern North Carolina? What would you say to them? Come to town today. What's the telephone number? 756-8300. Start something new in 2022 by continuing your education with short-term training at Pitt Community College. PCC's continuing education programs are available for those interested in a new career path, preparing for the workforce, or updating their current skills. Continuing education classes are offered online, in hybrid format, and face-to-face, with many being offered free of charge. Visit pitcc.edu today and let us help you in 2022. Country Mart stores of Pitt County are locally owned and part of your community. At Country Mart, they offer that great Shell gasoline with Shell rewards that save you money at the pump. And these days, that's really important. And don't forget Smitty's Restaurant at the Highway 11 store with great lunch specials daily and Pat's desserts that will be the best you've ever had. The Stokes location also offers hot food. Country Mart with two locations, Highway 11 between Greenville and Bethel and Highway 903 in Stokes. First chance for white pants. The biggest dance party in Greenville is back. 
benefiting the Methodist Home for Children. Put on your white pants or favorite summertime party wear. Grab your friends and step out for an evening of fun with Liquid Pleasure, the South's premier show and dance band, Thursday, May 19th. Doors open at 6 at the Greenville Hilton. Food, wine, and beer are included, plus a great auction to get your summer started. Visit mhfc.org for more info and to get your tickets. Happy hours are always a swashbuckling good time with the P-Man. Happy hour for me never starts till after five. Me This is only number three. Let's get back to the Patrick Johnson Show here on 94.3 The Game, the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. Carolina Hurricanes are back in action tonight. It is game five, first round against Boston, back in Raleigh tonight. I say you're because as we welcome in the North Carolina Sportscaster of the Year, Adam Gold, (laughs) to back to the Patrick Johnson Show. I'm firmly off the bandwagon now. I get on, especially when they win in the playoffs. I'm on, but then I'm off. You bail? Oh, I'm always off the bandwagon when they lose in the postseason. Sure. You can't bail. I do. I do. You do, too. I know, but I just uh, that was a that was a rough Sunday was rough Sunday was rough Adam very rough yeah well, they spent uh, they spent a third of the game in the penalty box more than that they spent almost half the game in the penalty box was all right so how is that just hockey is that uh, the the calls kind of going the way of the the home team perhaps were they pretty legitimate calls uh, what, what's your feel on that are, are the the Canes just did Boston get in their head a little too much? What happened Sunday? I'm not sure any of that. I, mean, I thought the calls were legit. I mean, okay. they were they were penalties. Uh, it happens. You kind of uh, kind of get behind it. And here's the thing: is that um, even though Carolina was committing some penalties, they were still ahead of the game. It was two one until late in the second period. Nino Niederreiter commits a penalty that he has to because it's a defensive zone uh, penalty that really negates the scoring chance. So that's if you're in the, in the category of smart penalties, that's one. Um, but then on the ensuing power play, Boston scores. Jake DeBrus, that was the goal that was challenged by Rod Brindamore for goaltender interference. My opinion, an ill-advised challenge simply because like goaltender interference is like what is a catch yeah. in football? We don't know. I mean, it's really open to interpretation. Um, and it could have gone either way. They could have they could have won that challenge as easily as they could have lost it. Uh, call on the ice was a good goal uh, in game one. Nino Niederreiter, call on the ice, no goal, probably the same. Uh, they could have, again, they could have called it off, but they didn't. But the penalty for a, a challenge that is unsuccessful is that's a delay of game and another penalty. So they went back to the box. Uh, and then what? Uh, the next face-off, Sebastian Ajo uh, accidentally high sticks Patrice Bergeron, four-minute double minor because blood was drawn. And then on the five-on-three, that's where Brad Marchand made it three-two. So uh, it became a comedy of errors after that, uh, and that's where Carolina really lost the game. But they were better than Boston five-on-five. Mm. They were better than Boston five-on-five in Game Three. You play. Uh, something closer to game one where each side had three power plays. That's it. 
then I believe we're talking about a different game. So can you stay five on five in, in the way that this series is being officiated right now? Yeah, game one there was there were combined six power plays. That's it. We, you know, game two is where Carolina had nine power plays, uh, and they went to, what two for nine on the power play, just like Boston went two for nine on the power play in game four. Right. Um, there, there've been a lot of penalty, a lot of power plays in the last three games, but at game one, it was three apiece. If, you say, if they play a game like that, I like Carolina's chances a lot. Adam Gold, you can catch him noon until three statewide, including right here on 94.3, the game, except this week. Uh, today at yeah. least, and then the rest of the week. You can catch him, but he's still following the Canes. He's giving us our, our Hurricanes preview tonight, and it's just we don't have Adam on enough, so it's very kind of him to do this here uh, today. So is is Sunday fuel, or do you just move on and it's a brand-new game in a sense, a brand-new series now? I mean, I asked Rod Brindamore that actually today. Um, I think every game is independent. I mean, they, they, I think there's carryover. But I don't think you're carrying over things that happened. I think you carry over the way you play. Um, and again, if it's a, a five-on-five game, then Carolina's in good shape. Uh, the power play has not been good, and, they, and that has to change. They need to get a little bit more out of their own power play. Um, in Boston, they were a negative on their own power play. They were minus one on their own power play because the Bruins scored a shorthanded goal. Uh, that may have changed the entire series in Game 3. Carolina was the better team through the first 16 minutes of Game 3, and Boston gets the power pl- the shorthanded goal, completely flipped the game. Uh, and who knows if that flips the series. I mean, Carolina might have won that game, and then we, we might not even have a game. Uh, so in that regard, Tom Dundon should, uh, should thank his team for giving him another home date. <laughs> giving him a gate. Um, giving him a gate, yeah. yeah, exactly. So, you know, if, if again, if, they can play. This this can be a low penalty affair um, if both teams stay out of the box. I mean, you could do that. So uh, clearly, because they won the last two, the the style of the last two maybe favors Boston. That's kind of what I'm hearing you say a little bit too, right? Well, it's no. It, well, I mean, if Boston goes on the power play 14 times, which they did in the last two games, yeah, that favors Boston. Boston's power play because of the. Uh, the fact that they have three Hall of Famers on it, Bergeron, Marshawn, right, right. and Pasternak. Mm-hmm. Their power play is really difficult for Carolina because Boston, those three players are incredibly cerebral. Um, Carolina's power, Carolina's penalty kill, which is the best in the NHL, is very aggressive, and they force you into mistakes. But if the game slows down, like it does for those three guys. Tampa's the same problem, by the way, for Carolina. When the game slows down for the, for the talent that they put on the ice, right? Um, then it, it almost negates a little bit of what Carolina wants to do. The way to avoid that is to stay out of the box. But the truth is, is that for the most part, Boston needed all of their power play time to score the goal. Yeah, yeah. Like even five on three, there were two five on threes. Carolina killed off one for about a minute and a half. And the second one, Marshan scored with one second left on the five-on-three. So they actually did a pretty good job, but you just can't give them that many opportunities. I, I did catch uh, part of your interview today uh, with uh, Coach, and just to kind of confirm, no major lineup changes, maybe some something with the forwards. 
again, being the bandwagon hopper that I am, you're going to need to translate a little bit of that for me. But sure. essentially, sticking with uh, sticking with who brung you to the dance, in a sense. But we might see a tweak or two. What would be those tweaks? Well, first of all, Antti Rotha will play in net. Uh, they will not go back to the rookie, Peter Kachetkov. Mm-hmm. We can argue all day long whether or not that's a good idea or not. Ross is fine. Um, the the only change I, I saw to the forward line, uh, and there were no uh, no lineup changes, so the same group of skaters will be out there, uh, is that Max Domi goes from the fourth line back up to the second line and Natchez from the second line back down to the fourth line. So uh, that means Derek Stepan will play on the left side, Natchez on the right, Kokaniemi in the middle on the fourth line. Domi will play on the left, on, on the other side of Trocek, Karavainen on the right. Uh, bottom line is Carolina needs more out of the three lines not centered by Jordan Stahl. Stahl will, will get the perfection line. That's the Bergeron, Marchand, right. and Pasternak line. That line will stay together tonight. I actually think that works well for the Hurricanes because Rod, with last change as the home team, you get to put your line on the ice after you know, after a face-off, you get to put your line on the ice after the opposition does. So we'll see Stahl going up against Bergeron's line uh, pretty much all night, and that's a good matchup for Carolina because the Bergeron line is not a speed line. Um, so, you know, Carolina's not going to get out quick there. But those other three lines, Ajo's line, Trocek's line, and Kukaniemi's line, they have to be more effective offensively. You have to make Boston pay. Uh, which they didn't do in the two games in Boston. Uh, they, they just did not do enough offensively, and the power play hadn't been good, but they were also shorthanded for so much. So, uh, I mean, I, I think this, it, it sets up well for Carolina uh, as long as they can stay out of the box. Adam Gold, Adam Gold Show. You hear it here on 94.3 The Game uh, from uh, noon to 3 every weekday. Uh, AG is, is not in the rest of the week, but he's with us now on the show. Eastern North yes. Carolina demanded it, and so we brought it to him. Adam Gold, uh, especially on a playoff day for the Canes. All right, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna ask you. I mean, is to, uh, you know, we like to talk about must wins and some of the silliness in sports, but I mean, this is a must win if you're Carolina tonight. I'd have to think. Yeah, I mean, I think so. I mean, could Carolina go up to Boston and win a game six to keep the series alive? Sure, um, but you know, it'd be it'd be a tall ask. Uh, but they, they're, I mean, they won both games in Boston this year by a, a total score of 13 to one. So they can win at Boston. And again, they were the better team at five on five in both of the games in Boston in spite of the loss. So, um, but I agree. I think it's a must win. I think Carolina needs to win tonight. I also think that whoever wins tonight will win on Thursday. Mm. Um, so that we'll, we'll all get Saturday off. <laughs> and at the end of the day, that's really all yeah. we want. That's really all we want. I'm rooting for me, man. I ain't rooting for anybody else but me. <laughs> all right. Uh, a couple other things to ask you to, to, to pry into the vast sports mind of, of Adam Gold here, if I may. Uh, yesterday, sure. when we were uh, wrapping up business yesterday afternoon for the greatest shift in radio, the one hour, as you know, uh, <laughs> hour, hour 15 today, so it's a little, little dicey. Um, the NCAA says they're now going to enforce name, image, and likeness violations. Uh, right. There's a lot of reading that I've done on this today. There's a lot of reading that can be done on this. There's a lot that can be said about all this today. Uh, is this just a case of too little, too late at this juncture? I mean, it's no different than it was 10 years ago. <laughs> the, the stuff that they're mad at has been going on since recruiting started. 
I mean, recruiting inducements. That's that's what they're what, what they're mad at. They're mad at universities setting up uh, name, image, and likeness collectives, and and using it to induce athletes to commit to their schools, whether it's uh, incoming freshmen or out of the transfer portal. Uh, and I would just remind them that we have had this go on since the beginning of time. You, I mean, you don't think John Wooden was the only good basketball coach in the United States. He got all these co- all these players from New York City to go out to Los Angeles. I mean, they could have gone to St. John's. They could have gone to uh, – I mean, they could have gone anywhere. Could have gone um, to UNC you know, during Wooden, much of that era because a lot of them did. Right, there, look, UCLA had a bag man. We, we all understand that. Um, so this has been going on forever. Uh, but here's the problem for the NCAA. It's legal now. It's legal. And these NIL collectives are not fly-by-night operations. They understand what the rules are. So, look, the, the, I think this is a lot of bluster. I, the, what did I read? I think it's adorable. Somebody said that the NCAA is going to go after this. I mean, we have to, they have to evolve. They have not evolved. They don't want to evolve. Um, but as soon as they get slapped with a class-action lawsuit, uh, they'll lose. And then they'll evolve again. So it's a, it's a it's a shame. Let me, from your estimation, what is evolution in the NCAA in your mind right now? Just stop with your guardrails. The players deserve the money. Would you rather the Would you rather the courts deem them employees, and you have to pay them? Would that be good I mean, for the just, players, though? I mean, kind of. This is the best system, isn't it? If they become employees, that does not bode real well for athletes does it why wouldn't why wouldn't it bode well for athletes? i think it would bode, bode well for athletes too um but i just it's probably there's probably more money but not more money for everybody right um right uh, look it the schools I, I just don't understand if 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 the national football league could get third a third party to pay all the players they do it right, right? Well, yeah. why wouldn't wh- wh- why are colleges against this no, well, college, I, this, this is the dumbest thing ever. Yeah, this, that's that's what name, image, and likeness is. It's the athletes getting the money they have deserved from a third party. The universities don't have to provide it. Yeah. this is the easiest thing in the world. Well, they should be laughing at this. That's why I say, if they were to become employees, worse for the athletes because then you're going to be you're going to succumb to what anybody in college athletics has to succumb to at some point. You have a budget, and some sports just cannot travel out of that budget even in the slightest. Some do. Right. Depends on where you are. So this is the best system for the athletes. I I just – I think it's – the only reason I, I bring this up, I've read that, and I, but I think that's so old-fashioned uh, thinking. It, it just – it's not really something that can materialize, and, and it hopefully will not for the athletes because I think that's – that's the worst case for them. Because let's admit it. Let's admit this now to everybody listening at him. Working for other people stinks. Being the employee stinks. We know right. that. It just stinks. True. It just stinks. True. Uh, Especially since we know better than the people who pay us. Well, that is true. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Adam Gold, uh, again, congratulations on being the sportscaster of the year in the state of North Carolina. Clerical error, Patrick. No, this was Clerical well, error. well deserved. Well deserved, as far as I'm <laughs> concerned. All right, let me ask you this. Tom Brady, this is news today. This is breaking news today. Tom Brady getting a ton of money. 
I mean, he's right yeah. up there with like obvious money, getting a ton of money. No, I don't know about that. Well, yeah. ton of money though to be in the booth. What if he's terrible? Yeah, I mean, I saw that and I laughed. I just hope he's better than Drew Brees. <laughs> That's what I hope. I hope he's better than Drew Brees. Um, will will I he think, be? Can he be? I mean, he's. Well, I don't know. I mean, he, my 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 feeling on Brady is different. Where now that he's in Tampa yeah. than when he was in New England. Yeah, I think he has shown more personality. I think he's got a good sense of humor. Uh, I think he's got a sharp wit. Um, but I don't know if that's going to translate, you know, to a game. Um, I, Thirty three hundred and seventy five million over ten years <sighs> is silly. But whatever, it's not my money. If Fox wants to pay that, <laughs> let Fox pay. It's just whatever. That's good. Good for him. Uh, but it's a big name, and that's what you have to have, which is why Monday Night Football went and paid all that money for Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, even though Troy's not that good either. Yeah. the uh, He's okay. Troy's fine. He's just not amazing. Who's the best at that? See, I, I really like Romo. Am I wrong on that? I really do like Romo. No, I, I like Romo. I don't want to like Romo, but I really do like him in that role. I think he's fabulous. I like I like Romo a lot. I like uh, – we haven't seen a ton of him. I like Greg Olson. Yeah. Uh, who will be the number one guy, I'm guessing, for Fox this year and until Brady retires. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think there's a lot of great uh, in that role. I think it's, you know, you don't have to be great. You just have to be, you know, good. Point stuff out. Uh, but I don't have anybody that I absolutely love in that role. I like that. Point stuff out. That's all it really is. You just you just point yeah. stuff out. That's that's you all. Know, it like is. we're 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 a bunch of dopes watching football. Right. None right. of us know what good football is. No. You got to tell me. Tell yeah. me when that's good. I thought that that's a good play. Thank you. All right. It was announced that Ray Romano will play Jim Valvano in a biopic. Yeah. Uh, fair or foul? First of all. I mean. Uh, I I got nothing for that. Was Scott Bayo not available? What what's going on? I think it's a different studio if Scott Bayo's involved. Just saying, it might be. Yeah, it might I think be. it's a totally uh, different studio if that's the case. But um, who would play Adam Gold in the Adam Gold biopic? Uh gosh, you know it's funny because I was going to make a joke about Kevin James. <laughs> uh, nah, it wouldn't be Kevin James. No. Uh, who would who would play me in a biopic? Uh, Jay Glazer. You think? My wife just said Howie Mandel. Yeah, I could see that. I think that'd be. And great. I'm, not, I'm I'm not a germaphobe like Harry Man, uh, Howie Mandel. Right. Uh, but whatever. Yeah, you know Howie Mandel maybe. Okay. Well, Howie Mandel. I'm not sure. My, I'm not sure my wife's very nice to me right now. <laughs> She's. She's very proud of herself. Though. Right. Well, that was pretty good. I got to give your wife credit. Uh, yeah, that is pretty good. That is that is really pretty good. All right, uh, Adam Gold. It's really great to catch up with him. I can't thank you enough for doing this. And uh, we uh, just just give me a, a winner tonight. Who do you who do you got and why? Ah, uh, Kane. Okay. I mean, I assume you mentioned that, but you you wanted to, but yeah. I'll, no, I'll well, think, we got to see you Duke. We got to see you Duke baseball coming up. But no, I I meant Canes. I meant Canes. Yeah, we'll we'll go, we'll go with the Hurricanes in Game Five tonight, and then uh, they'll take care of business in Game Six, uh, and then uh, we'll sit around waiting for the Rangers and Penguins to finish up, which might be finished uh, tomorrow as well. Yeah. Okay. Adam Gold, hey, great to talk to you, and I really do appreciate it. Thanks for your time. 
Anytime, man. Anytime. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we'll get him back. Uh, always an honest text line says Scott Van Pelt should play. Adam Gold. Well, I don't see it, but maybe a little too tall. Uh, Pilk, if, if we were doing the Philip Pilkington story biopic, who would play you? What actor would play you? Uh, Chris and I debated this one. Who would kind of look the most like me with some good makeup? And we came up with Matt Damon. <laughs> it's a stretch. It's a stretch, Bill. I, there is somebody. I, I just can't place who you look like, but there is somebody. Who would be yours? Uh, Oliver Platt. Or Jack Black. Or... Scooter Rogers. Wow, our guy Scooter. Okay. Yeah, everybody said Scooter and I look alike, which Scooter isn't this good looking. I'm sorry. I hate to break it to him. Scooter's just got to grow the goats. Yeah, you definitely have better hair than Scooter, too. That's that's oh, the one thing I will say. You're, but I've got great that's hair. That's not a knock on Scooter because you got better hair than I do, too. But uh, that's, that's what sets you apart from Scooter's got to be the hair. Yeah. All right, intern Chris. Who's playing intern Chris in the uh, in the biopic? I think if he shaved his head and grew a nice beard, I'm gonna get Brad Pitt. Oh, jeez. Okay. I I, I I need someone handsome like Brad Pitt to play me. I understand. Not what I'm thinking. Uh, intern Garrett. You know, I'm gonna have to go with the lovely Ron Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> I think all you guys are dreaming. I might be, but hey. One can only hope I look that good. See, like Oliver Platt, we resemble each other, Pilkington. Do you understand this? Yeah, I, I can see it. I mean, that's the thing. I don't know who looks like me. That was the thing I was trying to get. And, you know, I was like, somebody blonde that can grow a decent beard. And that's when Chris came up for me with Matt Damon. But I know, yeah, he doesn't look a lot like me. But I'm, I get what you're saying. And that's what I was trying to go for. I just couldn't think about it off the top of my head. Yeah, yeah. I think Scooter. I think Scooter could play me in the biopic. Or I could play Scooter in the biopic. One of the two. Right? Yeah, I could see that, uh, I guess. I don't know. Speaking of Scooter, we'll connect with those guys coming up uh, at uh, 6.15. We're going to lead you into coverage of Pirate Baseball, a break, and we will come back and uh, have a Pirate report for you. Some comments from Cliff Godwin on the other side on the Patrick Johnson Show. Videos, articles, and what's going on in the Pirate Nation. I thought that's what Facebook updates were for. Like and comment on 94.3 The Game's Facebook page right now. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up on 94.3 The Game and 94.3thegame.com. At the Vidant Wellness Centers, happy starts with healthy. And we all need a little happy and a lot of healthy. That's why we offer exercise equipment and classes. I know. They're indoor pools and personal training, too. And more wellness services. Like nutrition and yoga. With no annual commitments or hidden fees. Zip, zilch, nada. Because here, it's more than a gym membership. It's a happy, healthy relationship. Sign up today at VidantWellnessCenter.com and... Don't forget to bring a friend. <laughs> Attention business owners and management, Roebuck Staffing of Greenville and Newbern is here for you. Will Roebuck and his staff are committed to fulfilling your staffing needs. 
Whether you're a contractor, a manufacturing company, or if you just need janitorial or clerical work for your business, Roebuck Staffing also does temporary to permanent and direct hiring. Roebuck Staffing is your trusted partner for all of your staffing needs and employment opportunities. Call Roebuck Staffing at 252-364-8700 or find them online at roebuckstaffing.com. I can walk again, I can cross my legs again, I can wear heels again. After years of living with chronic joint pain, Andrea Southard is now living a normal life, pain-free, thanks to natural biologic treatments at QC Kinetics. We tried everything, and my husband had heard the commercial for QC Kinetics on the radio, and he told me to call him and check it out. That phone call changed Andrea's life. QC Kinetics used powerful natural biologics to treat her aching joints. It's high-tech precision medicine that can restore and repair damaged joint tissue with no surgery and no drugs, providing lasting relief. I felt like I was in my 20s again. I could tie my own shoes. Really the little things that you don't think about. Pain in your hips, knees, back, shoulders? Get rid of the pain now. Call QC Kinetics. 252-765-PAIN. That's 252-765-PAIN. 7246 QC Kinetics 252-765 Pain If you've been injured in an accident and need cash now before your case settles, Oasis Financial can help. Last month, Oasis helped over 3,000 people. Why not you? If you have an attorney, call Oasis Financial today at 877-266-9107. It takes just three minutes to apply. And once you're approved, get $500 to $100,000 of your settlement in as little as 24 hours with no risk to you. That's right. Get $500 to $100,000 within one day. If you lose your case, you don't have to pay Oasis back ever. So call Oasis today to see if you qualify at 877-266-9107. That's 877-266-9107. Better days start today. Get the cash you need with Oasis. Call Oasis today at 877-266-9107. Oasis is currently not providing legal funding in Arkansas, Kansas, Kentucky, Maryland, North Carolina, North Dakota, or West Virginia. And now... Stunning conclusion of the show. It's the P Man here on 94.3 The Game. Patrick Johnson show rolls on. We're going to, uh, 615 leads into Pirate Baseball coverage pregame with uh, Scooter and Coach O. It is now time for the Pirate Report. And now, Patrick Johnson with today's Pirate Report on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. Uh, Pirate Baseball begins the season-ending eight-game homestand tonight, taking on Duke at Clark Clark LeClaire Stadium. And East Carolina beat the Blue Devils in Durham earlier in the season 12-2. Cliff Godwin from the Inside the ECU Clubhouse with Coach Godwin podcast on his team's recent winning ways. And I knew, and I told the team this a few months ago, man, hey, we're going to be tough as leather because we've been beaten battered like we just got to keep our head above water and um the guys have done a really good job i mean it's been really 
uh, fun for me, probably, and I have lose track of time in the past two months. Um, it's been a really fun group to be around. Um, they've shown up and done what they needed to do. Coach uh, Godwin also talking about uh, C.J. Mayhew being named the ACC Pitcher of the Week. The one thing Mayhew did a really good job of was he was having really quick innings. Um, we had their starter. He had thrown 52 in- pitches after the first two innings. We did a really good job. So he, he threw 131 pitches in eight innings, and, and Mayhew, I think, threw 101, whatever mm-hmm. you said. And, um, it, it was not our plan for Mayhew to go nine innings. Uh but he was rolling, and, uh, you know, A.K., Coach Knight and I spoke, you know, like the seventh, and we just said, hey, man, once the first base runner gets on, I mean, he's coming out just because he can't let me pitch it before. But it was tough to pull him out, you know, when he's on uh, a no-hitter and, you know, nobody's getting the first base. So um, late in the game, I mean, Savage was up, you know, moving around mm-hmm. like that fourth to the 13th inning is crazy um but uh he he did he was unbelievable and the pace of it was unbelievable i think we played nine innings in two hours and, and one minute or something I mean, end up being a four-hour game but the first nine went through went by really quickly today's pirate report uh jacob jenkins cowart had four hits a season high for him as east carolina pounded out uh, 16 hits in their last game this is what uh, Coach Godwin had to say on uh, JJC and the Pirate offense attack. I think that uh, it was good for some of our guys to not have baseball last week and get back in the weight room, especially like freshmen at six foot six. Yeah, uh, who played a lot of baseball. The most baseball he's ever played. I thought him and Clonch probably were the two guys that just needed to get off their feet and not hit for two days and just lift weights and get some of the strength back and. I mean, you could tell, in, in my opinion, the entire weekend. I mean, JC hit a ton of balls hard. Even he hit one ball hard on Friday night that um, you know we thought had a chance to go out. So did A Mac. Uh, the wind kind of changed after DP um, in that no hit game, and um, you know balls just weren't carried as much. But he played his tail off yesterday. I mean, he uh, stole a base, big dirt ball read. Um, you know, scored from first, laid out, made an unbelievable catch in right field course the, the four hits but he was in the middle of everything yesterday and um he's such an energy source uh for our team and when he scored uh from first on bryson's double the first you know the ball you know the cat it was a play at the plate the catcher ended up not getting but he kind of you know split into the catcher and um you know you're kind of worried he he hops up from his back uh kind of flips up and, and just gets the team going um and he's been very special for us to have this year. You can hear more of Coach Godwin's thoughts uh, coming into the week by going to 943thegame.com. It's our Inside the ECU Clubhouse with Cliff Godwin podcast. It usually posts uh, mid mornings on Monday. You can check it out uh, there all during the Pirate Baseball season. You can also uh, know that it is brought to you by uh, Healthwise Pharmacy and the Gavigan Agency. Speaking of Jenkins Cowart, uh, second on the team with a 340 average coming into play tonight. He's tied for second in homers with eight and second in RBI with 34. He is, uh, of course, coming off a career high four hits at Memphis on Sunday. Registered uh, 10 multi RBI contests so far. That is uh, tied for the team lead in the second 
with 18 multiple hit games. Pitching matchup tonight, it'll be the right-hander Adam uh, Boucher for uh, Duke, 3-2 and two with the 381 ERA. The lefty Meek, uh, Merritt Beaker, no record, and a 338 ERA will be going for the uh, Pirates. Uh, from Lexington, the freshman, his season uh, saw him pitch uh, in the game Sunday, an inning of work and allowed a hit and a strikeout in that one. Uh, he pitched a couple games against Bryant earlier in the year. believe he got the start at North Carolina. May not have, but uh, pitched against them. Didn't last very long in that one. His longest outing of the season, three innings of work against uh, Radford back on March 9th. Two hits, one run, three walks in that one. It'll be his seventh appearance of the year for Meeker and his second start of the season. Five and a third innings so far this year. Three hits, two runs, both earned, walked six, and only struck out uh, one. The opposition in limited action. It's a small sample size, just batting 188 against uh, him this season. Merritt Beaker getting the start uh, for the Pirates in this one tonight. Philip, I thought you made a really great um, – an interesting point. Pirates, by the way, 30 and 18 overall, Duke 20 and 26 coming in. Uh, we probably saw C.J. Mayhew, and he, he went so long. Of course, it was one of those games he was dialed in, but East Carolina, with that, without a midweek game last week, probably, well, not probably, they, they had guys that had not piled up uh, a bunch of um, innings or, or, or kind of came in fully rested, I think is probably the best way to put it, into the Memphis series this past weekend. No, no, I agree. I mean, it's just this team has a lot of good arms. The only problem is a lot of their good arms can get you two and three innings consistently. They can't always go out there and get you a you know a quality start, which is you know six plus innings and you know all the other stuff with it. But you know, there's not a lot of guys that are going to go out there and throw five six innings every single weekend. So when you don't have that midweek game and everybody comes in 100% available and they can throw five total innings over the weekend, over three days, that's that's really big for this team without you know any true stars, especially with Cooch being out right now. Well, I think that'll be int- that'll be the interesting thing about ECU uh, come regional time, assuming that the Pirates are able to continue and, and uh, wind up in a regional, which it's looking really uh, much better than – and it really was never every bad. It was just they were on the bubble, but that is starting to look a lot better as we get uh, late into the season and their resume uh, continues to be enhanced and build. Uh, but you you give them a regional where they've got time for guys to get rested and get ready, and they've got their full complement of arms. I think East Carolina can certainly be very diff, uh, be very uh, challenging and uh, scary in a regional, especially if they're in uh, a situation where it's a two three matchup. I think that could be really really problematic uh, for uh, whichever team they're playing, especially early on. It, it's going to be interesting. Uh, obviously, with Beaker starting tonight, it is a little bit of a bullpen uh, game, one would think. See how long they let him go. It's good to have uh, a, a youngster that is getting uh, the nod tonight against uh, uh, an ACC team and an ACC team that is uh, playing a lot better right now in Duke. So we'll see how all of this uh, stacks up uh, tonight. Uh, we'll be back at it tomorrow. Of course, uh, some post game from uh, the game tonight. We'll have it for you, post game reaction. We'll also have uh, for you tomorrow everything you need to know, get you ready for the AAC tournament uh, coming up for softball, uh, some of that and uh, some of the other things uh, going on around uh, Pirate uh, Nation and uh, beyond. Uh, big thanks today to Adam Gold for hopping on the line with us. Appreciate uh, him 
being on. Uh, AG will be out this week. Uh, we, my guy, Hayes Permar, the rest of the way. But you can listen to the Adam Gold Show every uh, weekday from noon until 3 right here on Eastern North Carolina's home for sports, 94.3 The Game. Uh, thanks to him. Thanks uh, to the guys uh, producing it across the way. Uh, the ref, Philip Pilkington, and also intern uh, Chris and intern Gray, uh, Garrett. Great job by everybody there. Uh, so we'll be back tomorrow for the Patrick Johnson Show. It'll be uh, five until six uh, then, and then the rest of the uh, full week for you. Have some uh, really cool things planned for later in the week. So uh, stand by for that. We've also got uh, tomorrow back on the radio with the Big Hen Talk of the Town, 96.3-1037. Hope you'll tune in for that. All right, stay tuned. Pirate Baseball is coming up in a matter of minutes. Pre-game coverage with Scooter and Coach O. It's East Carolina looking for the season sweep against the Duke Blue Devils. We'll have it for you. Coverage beginning on the other side. Have a good evening, everybody. through another summer with that awful joint pain. Call QC Kinetics now. Hey gang, it's Patrick Johnson. That pain in your back, your knees, your shoulder, it can now be treated with the latest precision medicine using natural biologics. Growth factors that can restore and repair damaged tissue. Really exciting stuff here. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in regenerative medicine, giving you access right here to this modern day joint pain solution. You can get lasting joint pain relief no drugs, no steroids, no downtime, and no surgery. You've heard Emmett Smith raving about QC Kinetics. You've rather seen other high-profile people talking about it. Regenerative medicine at QC Kinetics can help you get your life back. Take action now. Get a free consultation. Powerful, effective joint pain treatments with natural biologics are here. Call QC Kinetics now. 252-765-PAIN. 252-765-PAIN. 765 pain. Are you shopping for a new boat but can't find exactly what you want or